This is Soft Power Radio on KWNK 97.7 LPFM. Today, we are in conversation with Kyle Burke of the SWAG Foundation, which stands for Students with Achievable Academic or Athletic Goals. That's SWAG with three A's. SWAG is a local nonprofit dedicated to developing positive mentorship for Reno's underserved youth through coaching and teaching support in a community-based after-school setting. Kyle wants to replace the passive after-school model, where kids are dropped off to basically sit around under disengaged supervision, with the more structured, active model that focuses on building skills and finding opportunities to inspire young people through direct athletic or academic coaching, field trips, reading challenges, hands-on skill building, and more. SWAG is a 501c3 in its early stages of growth and fundraising. Currently, Kyle has partnered with the local gym to get SWAG off the ground. He is accepting monetary donations, as well as donations of lightly used sports gear and books. Find out more and get involved with or support SWAG at studentathlete101 on Instagram and Facebook. All right, well, my name is Kyle Burke, and uh, I've been a uh, community resident since 2007 is when I moved to Reno. Um, coming from uh, down south, uh, being hit with Hurricane Katrina and Hurricane Rita back-to-back, um, have forced my family out here to Nevada. And uh, starting there, um, I kind of seen the uh, the community feel of how things were. It was such a small-time feel, you know, it's like everything was kind of just small. So I went, had, uh, went to school out here for one year, ended up actually just getting my GED and uh, going to college. So I was actually a freshman in college while my class was a senior in high school. Um, I did the culinary background, and uh, I just didn't feel like that was enough, you know, coming from like a single mother parent um, and just kind of a very rough life growing up where I'm from, you know, I just wanted so much more than than just a regular career. So I started searching for a passion of mine, which was um, always just like protecting people, giving back and like, you know, kind of providing for others was just kind of something that was that was in me. And so uh, as I have my children and put them into the community, um, I seen there was just a lack of morale in the coaching scene. Um, so then um, I stepped up as a parent and became a coach. Um, and then when I became a coach, um, people st- parents started coming to me because they seen that I just kind of had a natural fit for it. Like I was taking the time to help the children. I was, you know, looking out for the ones that weren't as athletic as well, kind of involving them, making sure everyone had that team spirit instead of just focusing on um, some of the other attributes to the sport that other coaches was just specifically focused on only, you know. So I kind of seen the whole picture of that, and I was like, man, I, I really want to step up in this because, you know, I've seen that failure with coaches um, in many different sports here in this community. Like, there was, I coached basketball, I coached football, I coached baseball, um, flag football, and it was all kind of the same story. So that inspired me to, like, fire my passion in me, which was to give back and help others and provide. And um, so that's when I had started the SWAG Foundation. Um, I pretty much started it um, just kind of putting my children in a better opportunity. It was, it was all about just my children. And then when I seen that if I can inspire my children, my children can inspire others, and then it can just be a trickle effect. So then um, that's why I had put more effort into this and making it a community thing rather than just a coach or a parent. I figured, you know, let me step up in the CEO role and really make a difference. And so that's how SWAG got started. Um, and I, I put that together. And uh, SWAG standing for Students with Achievable Academic or Athletic Goals. 
And uh, what we do is we advocate for a more successful student athlete or student athlete, uh, just by providing them resources and uh, opportunities to inspire them. Uh, the people that we help are the teacher, the coach, the parent, the student, and the athlete. Um, I have a figure, I have a theory of mine where if we can help each part of the factor of making the student or the athlete successful, then you have to go who inspires them and who is around them mostly. And most of the time it's the parent, the teacher, and the coach. So we have to, as an organization of mine, um, hold those individuals accountable, you know. And so that's something that I even myself like to be held accountable as well because I want to make sure that this is going to actually happen, you know. I'm not really into the whole just talking about things and hearing, oh, that's a good idea or, oh, you know, like, we'll think about it. I'm like the one that's going to say it and then go out and do it. Um, rather, if it, if it fails or if it, I know it's in the beginning stage, I'll work it and keep working it because I believe in it. And if I see other people believe in it, then I just continue to do those efforts. Um, but to hold them accountable, to emphasize on that um, is something really important. Because if we really want the best for our students and our athletes, then we need to focus on our coaching skills and our parenting skills. Um, so that's where swag comes in. It's kind of soft. <clears throat> Excuse me. Swag is kind of an all-inclusive support system. Um, you know, a lot of teachers are coming out of pocket uh, for activities and things in their school uh, classroom because of budget cuts from our government. Well, you know, I feel obligated because my children are in school and I don't want them to lack resources. So then if I'm able to provide a resource, then I will provide it to everyone. Um, and so, you know, my theory is, you know, knowledge is power only if you share it. And so, you know, I'm willing to share what, what I have in me to others to inspire them. So if I'm able to have an all-inclusive center to where teachers are able to come to workshops from different schools within the community, within even northern Nevada, or even the whole state, and be able to hold some type of conference or some type of uh, host an event to where they can all come together and speak on ideas and speak on, you know, different budgeting leverages and different ways that they can actually... Uh, become a better asset to their students by things that they can provide. And if I'm able to be the, the center, center location of being, things being supplied for the teachers, then I'm able to give that to the teachers. Different supplies, different resources, uh, different free thing, uh, like classes or things that can help them better. You know, because they get just, you know, most teachers kind of just get the basic college education. And uh, then they just go based off of their pure heart to continue. Um, and so sometimes it takes, uh, you know, well, actually all times it takes a village to really make things happen. And so I recognize these key points because um, the type of situation I was in as a parent. And so that being a parent had led me to being a coach, like I said, and then had led me to being a CEO. Um, and so that same theory applies to our coaches as well. If there's a center location for coaches to be able to come together in different sports with the same goal in mind, and we put them all in one area and able to... Uh, give them resources, teach them uh, other coaching ethics, and kind of make them aware of what's actually going on on, a, um, on a, a psychological level. Because at this point, once you're a teacher or a coach and you're inspiring others with a certain um, curriculum, you're basically doing social work. And so you have to recognize different social behaviors to do your work properly. And so these are things that I've recognized, you know, being a young parent that I was, um, that was very important for the success of what uh, I wanted to, to create here in this community.
Summertime Blues by Blue Cheer. You're listening to KWNK 97.7 LPFM in Reno, Nevada. We are in conversation with Kyle Burke of SWAG, Students with Achievable Academic or Athletic Goals, a new youth-focused nonprofit offering coaching, mentorship, and community support. Find out more and see how you can get involved at Student Athlete 101 on Instagram and Facebook. So talk a little bit more about that, about the role of 
people do talk about teachers a lot when they talk about, you know, um, just their role in kind of shaping the community because they're shaping the future members of the community. But you don't hear a lot of talk about coaches. Um, talk a little bit about how that role is special, you know, what that, um, what kind of opportunities coaches have uh, that are unique to being a coach as far as what they can offer to kids. And then earlier you mentioned that some things, one of the things that inspired you was maybe some things that were lacking that you weren't seeing from coaches. So talk about that too. What is it that you saw that you felt like you wanted to improve? Okay, that's a great question. Thank you. So, um, yeah, uh, where I feel the same theory applies to holding the coach, because it all comes down to accountability, is, is the main part of this theory of change that I have. Um, it starts with accountability. And so as we spoke about the teachers, the same kind of uh, aspect applies to the coaches, because the coaches are actually the bridge between the teacher and the parent, because they're like the middleman between both places that are holding them, the student most accountable. You know, you have your parent who has all the rules, and you're just doing chores and doing this and have to listen forever until you're 18, right? And then you have the teacher who you have to be remain disciplined and sit at a certain level and, and focus super hard. And then you have the coach that's supposed to be the cool guy that kind of bridges that gap of uh, keeping the student on track. And most times coaches are end up being in that parent role or being that teacher role. So they kind of have a more responsibility, I feel like. Um, and I say that because of experience that I personally had uh, as a younger athlete. Um, so, you know, like I had mentioned, growing up in a um, single mother household, uh, you know, our income was not the greatest. We were living at the below poverty level. And uh, I never really believed in shining as an athlete. It was not something that inspired me to be, I want to be the next basketball player. I want to be the next football player. But I always wanted to be great. And so whatever I was in, I was just great at. Rather, I wanted to actually do that or not. And so uh, there have been twice where um, I have put in so much work on, on the field and we had to move because um, part of my story is, you know, I've lived in like 13 different states and many, many cities in each state, um, always on the go, just, you know, come from a very rough background. Um, so having that experience, sometimes I'd get in a place where I would shine. I would feel confident in this city I was in or this state I was in. And the people around me, it would boost my confidence, so I would really shine. And so when it was time to move, if we had to move abruptly or whatever, there had been coaches that reached out to my mother and was like, you know, we will foster him and we'll give your child the best opportunity. And we will, you know, and it just, it hit me in a way as a student because I was like, that's crazy. Like, why would someone do that? But I was never told by my direct circle, being, you know, like my family, direct family, that what I was doing was great. It was just almost kind of like seemed to be like it didn't matter. So that's not what inspired me to to do that. But I've always kept that in my mind about a coach's role because he had came out of his way to, to take that responsibility. And so knowing that and, and as I grew into the CEO position I'm in and created this foundation, I've always had a, a special connection with wanting to provide for coaches and teach them more because when I've seen the lack of that in this community – um, it just I felt I felt obligated to to be a part of that and inspire them. So I, that's why I became a coach. I was like, well, then if I do it, then people around me will see it, and then um, maybe they'll join. You know. Uh, so I think to get back on track, uh, I think giving the coaches the same thing, uh, uh, all inclusive uh, arena to basically be provided things that 
can they can insource instead of outsource. You know, like all these coaches are having to go to your big fives and your and your and your uh, shields, all these big major stores. You know, and and some of them coming out of pocket for things. They're trying to raise a lot of money for. Um, a non-local organization for them to just coach in and those monies don't really impact the student um, because I've been when I was a coach you know we're doing the fundraiser to gain money and at the end uh, you know like of our championship season we raised all this money we got like the smallest trophy uh, a, a half done banquet and it's like you know we won the championship we all rose our money you know and it's not the coach's fault it's the ones that are over them overseeing these things so that's what had led me to also be more inspired to create my own because I was like I can do this right I can do this better to be honest and so I feel like if I had my own uh, which swag would then grow into being swag athletics and that's where the teachers and the coaches and the parents would have uh, resources as well because in that we would have things in in there for even like beginning coaches that just want to be a better parent father or mother that want to step into a coach role as, you know, the T-ball season come on, the Little League stuff, you know, like uh, Pop Warner, you have the uh, little basketball leagues and things. But they don't know what to, you know, do really, but they want to be in that position. So if they come to Swag Athletics, then they're able to obtain those resources where they can get uh, free coaching classes. They can take these social classes as well to understand other uh, social behavior amongst students that are that they're helping to give them a better understanding of what they're actually putting themselves into because they need to be held accountable and not just think I'm out here just to teach Jimmy how to run to third base. They need to understand social behaviors because they're making a bigger impact on that student than they realize. You can get it if you really succeed at last persecution mm -hmm. you must fear win and lose you've got to get your share got your mind set on a dream You can get 
was You Can Get It If You Really Want by Jimmy Cliff. You're listening to KWNK 97.7 LPFM in Reno, Nevada. Today, we are in conversation with Kyle Burke about SWAG, a local nonprofit he founded to offer concrete opportunities to underserved kids, supporting them in whatever aspirations they may have, athletic, academic, or otherwise. Currently, SWAG is accepting donations of lightly used sports equipment. Contact Student Athlete 101 on Instagram or Facebook to find out how you can contribute. Students with Achievable Academic and Athletic Goals, right? So that's what it stands for. Yes. And I know last time we talked, you told me a little bit about um, the space that you guys have. So, yeah, yeah if, you, if you can just sort of go over those things, you know, give somebody who has no idea what, mm-hmm. um, you know, aside from what you've said, what's the okay. plan, what's the location, sort of what, where are you at in that process? So where we're at in that process is um, I was tightly finishing up my education. Uh, I currently had just finished uh, a class with extended studies at UNR uh, for nonprofit uh, management. Uh, right now, I'm currently enrolled at the uh, Northern Nevada Community Foundation, uh, also in their nonprofit management, which I complete in December. Uh, I just completed the UNR extended studies class in April, and uh, I kind of what jump started me. I really wasn't ready to jump start into the community until I was finished with that and kind of did some of my more uh, personal marketing where I'm actually front to front with people talking and planning and organizing. Um, but I had, a, I had heard a story about uh, a local gym here in town who was uh, in the possibility of losing their gym because they, they couldn't afford uh, or maintain their space. And so when I had heard their story and I seen what was going on there, um, I decided to use the knowledge I obtained, what I have, what I put together, my organization, and uh, start a fundraiser for them and kind of partner with that with that center location as a gym and kickstart my program of that outreach with them. Um, although the, I wasn't quite ready for it, I felt like, um, but also, you know, nothing will be brought to me that I can't handle uh, with this universe. So I took it upon myself to take that as a, a challenge, a learning lesson, a new beginning, and uh, kind of my kickstart with the organization. So we was able to provide them... Um, uh, keeping the gym open since February till now. Uh, in that meantime, we was personally, I was trying to uh, connect a deal, a partnership with the gym owner um, into uh, creating a, a, a long-term uh, relationship with what we, were, what we uh, had in mind. Um, and as that has worked out and things are moving forward, you know, that's still kind of in the air. Uh, we're still kind of figuring out how exactly um, that will play out. But since this time, uh, since February, where I just jumped into to this gym, uh, I've provided um, uh, necessary resources that I, I plan to provide. We have our library system in there. That's something that we uh, feel is very important. Uh, we do know there's a lot of other organizations, not a lot, but there are a few other organizations out there that kind of have similar ideas that uh, SWAG has. So we simply are joining the efforts and making some other community things stronger to make that net a little tighter that um, things don't really get slipped through the cracks. So if I'm able to join the chain link with some organizations, that's what I'm here for. If I'm able to create a program I I know that I have uh, already built that can fit and stand alone on its own, I will also provide that. Um, So one of the things that uh, we have created was through our SWAG Athletics Department uh, is our donation center. So we want to create a a storefront of... um, lightly used sports equipment, you know, kind of like a Goodwill thing, but instead of Goodwill where it's, you know, dusty antiques and, you know, used clothes and things like that, we want 
that sports equipment that's usually on their back shelves, we want that to be the whole store. So we want lightly used cleats, basketballs, baseball gloves, bats, you know, anything that can really get someone started. Uh, we want to start collecting that, which we have had successfully started collecting. And we want to continue that part of uh, our program because, um, you know, as a, as a coach, I've seen students come to the field with, you know, the improper shoes or, you know, clothes that didn't quite fit. And then you have the other guys on the team um, that have everything, you know, and students recognize those type of uh, those types of things. You know, they see who has what and they know. Um, so I just want to make it a, a level playing field for the students not to have to worry about those psychological problems uh, because it's not relevant. But society forces us to think that we need to um, live up to such a standard and, you know, the things that are so flashy where really they're missing the point of what we're act they're actually there to do. And so being able to just kind of have everyone uniformed, which is why there are uniforms on our team, uh, just kind of stand out but the right way. And so we want to be able to provide things to where if students don't have them, they're not feeling left out. So that's a part of another thing that we do at SWAG is we have our donation center, but it's lightly used sports equipment um, and also our library outreach. We plan to grow our library with uh, other communities that are also trying to strive for a library because I feel in the new technological world, that's going to be the first thing that's kind of getting rid of is our literature. And, you know, certain, you know, especially like even cursive handwriting, for example, isn't really being taught in schools. And all of our historical documents are written in cursive. So I feel like SWAG, um, being an educational program and sports program, um, it's important that we continue to hold on to what can make us most successful. And understanding that my generation, uh, being born in the 90s, the generations above me have set and paved the way, but it's our turn to be those next leaders because there are a whole bunch of generations below us that are going to be looking up to us in a few decades. And we need to start preparing for that now. And that's what SWAG is here, is just simply starting to prepare to be that next leader in, in the world. Not just so much in this community, but a lot of communities. And so that's where we're at. We're in the pioneer stage, trailblazing a new way uh, for uh, world thinkers. And, and I'm here to set that example, be held accountable, and hold uh, most other community outreaches in this community accountable as well. So if you had kind of you know unlimited funding maybe sketch out sort of like what your vision would be for um, for the space. Right? Okay. So you're saying storefront, right? And then from what you, we were talking about earlier too, like uh, like a community meetup spot for mm -hmm. parents and teachers. Like is it also, is the gym aspect of it something you want to keep? Like would that actually be a place where like kids would come and do athletics there as well? Or what, you know, okay. kind of if you had it your way, what would it look like? That's a great question. Um, and I'm well prepared. So yes, so our actual uh, facility would look like an all-inclusive uh, environment to where we have uh, thousands of square feet to where we can operate an indoor athletic event if need be, um, rather be a basketball game or an indoor flag football game. Uh, most sports that we are going to conduct underneath the Nevada earthquakes will be kind of like light to no contact sports. Um, so you're thinking, you know, we have our track, we have flag football, basketball. You know, we would love to be endeavored in baseball. Um, definitely want to get into soccer. Um, things that we can kind of host and, and provide without having to have so much big overhead, like where you would have tackle football or other, other extreme sports that are out there. Um, and so having that all-inclusive uh, building would also have our library system. Um, it would have our donation center. 
and it would also provide the space for these community uh, events for teachers or parents or coaches or even all to attend a certain event or seminar to uh, obtain the knowledge and resources that we're providing. So it would be an all-inclusive program uh, to where it's like a one-shot deal. You come in and we provide everything from either donations needed to get started in sports, um, educational classes for our teacher, parents, or coaches, um, and also being able to have the space to host events for our students to play their athletic sport. Um, and so, yeah, that would be, uh, if I had unlimited funding, we would properly run our Nevada earthquakes. Uh, we would compete at a, also at a high level with our AAU teams that would be able to compete for those who recognize and the parents, coaches that recognize some students do have the ability to take it to the next level. Some are there for the social behavior part of things. Some there are to just simply uh, stay in shape. And so if we identify what they're there for and what their goals are, um, we will be able to reach them because it's all about just having an achievable goal. And if you have an achievable goal, we will provide what's needed to achieve those goals. That was Amscartica by Make Believe. 
You're listening to KWNK 97.7 LPFM in Reno, Nevada. We are in conversation with Kyle Burke of SWAG, Students with Achievable Academic or Athletic Goals, a new youth-focused nonprofit offering coaching, mentorship, and community support. Find out more and see how you can get involved at Student Athlete 101 on Instagram and Facebook. When we talked the other day, yeah, you mentioned that something that was inspiring for you when you were younger was like... um, going on a field trip, I think you said to a, yes. uh, yeah, to a museum. Um, talk a little bit about that, too, about some of, um, you know, kind of... Some of the activities yeah, that you'd like Yeah, some activities, okay. yeah, like, yeah, getting kids together, taking them, yeah, like, up and down the West Coast or to national parks. And yeah. Talk about why that's important, too, and what impact that had on your life to, like, go, you know, just get out of town, for example, go somewhere, you know, see something that you never even imagined, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, that's a great question. Thanks. So... Uh, really, what it comes down to is uh, another endeavor that or adventure that we want to get into with with swag is being able to provide field trips to uh, museums and universities. Um, I think you know, for one, you know, a lot of people press education being key, which education is being key, and there's many ways you can be educated, not just by going to college. You can simply just educate yourself. So, as a young student um, myself, personally, I've been to so many different schools that. You know, I've always had to use inspiration as a means of educating myself. I was kind of real hands-on in the real world uh, when it came down to knowing how to manage money or manage my life or or to um, provide. You know, it didn't really come from the school system. It came from having to do these things. So uh, one thing that inspired me the most is whenever I was living in, um, at the time I was like, I was in third grade. I was living in Port Arthur, Texas, a very notorious city in Texas, um, a lot of hardship And there was an organization that came through uh, from the city of Houston. And they came through with the coolest charter bus. It had TVs on it. It had a bathroom on it. And we're talking in the 90s. And and I've never seen something so big in my face, so cool. And uh, they were there for us. I felt like they were there for me. You know, like I was there. I was a part of that. And they had no idea what I was going through. um, But they gave the coolest time and took us on the best adventure. And so I was so inspired by that. And it's something that meant a lot to me that, like, I was that inspired. And it made, and that's something I still remember to this day. And it had been a, 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 a crucial point that had gotten me to the CEO that I am. If I were to give that to a lot of students multiple times, then there's a chance we can create multiple CEOs that are on the same path to making our world a better place. And so I want to be able to provide students with the opportunity to see colleges at first hand. Um, where, did, where did that bus take you? Uh, it took us to the uh, to the Natural History Museum in Houston, Texas. Their their botanical garden was also there, so we got to like see. Um, they opened up this big telescope. We got to see some stars. We got to walk through an indoor garden full of butterflies. If you felt like it was like in the jungle or something, it was so cool. Um, we got to see so much art and things, dinosaurs, and. Um, I was just amazed and inspired. I was just like, wow, like, imagine, like, this was your job. You just did that all the time, you know, like, just inspire people. Or you was just helping others, you know, in a way, and not judging them, you know. Because growing up, you know, I, I was judged a lot, you know, especially living down south. And being the statute that I am and the color of my skin, uh, you know, wasn't the best opportunities where I was growing up. And so um, I had to create my own opportunities, and I had to make the best of what I had. And so that's why I just strive for the best, you know, because it's important to me because I understand both sides of the field and uh, I'm willing to bridge that gap.
because I know it's important. Not too many people want to just sacrifice themselves to make something better than themselves, where I feel like that's why I'm here. I'm willing to make that sacrifice because it's not for me. And my children, yes, they're getting to witness this, but as they're getting older, you know, they're not really going to be able to much participate in this once it's fully up and going. So this is just for us to give back under our our name and our in our, our presence and to inspire my children so they can be great in the, in the fields that they've chosen, the program I put together. I feel like a more hands-on approach to education and showing them at an early age these opportunities, when it's time to enter that adult world, they won't be scared of these things that are seem so uh, drastic if you're not shown that at a, at a young age. And so putting them in that environment now uh, just sets them up for a better chance of success of having a focus point and understanding all these great things you're doing can get you to this greater place. Um, because something I had most fun as a parent was taking my children to like the UNR games or going up to Oregon and watching, you know, Oregon baseball games or, you know, going to different museums. Natural history museums is a, is a big thing for us because um, it's just so fun. You know, you're just like, even as a parent, uh, it's like if you want to get away and have a vacation and you want to take your kids somewhere, you know, museums and, and college games are just fun to go to because you can kind of let loose as a parent a little bit, have a good time, and your children are just there having a blast, being so inspired. So I think being able to provide something that's structured and organized in that sense uh, will have a, a, a prosperous outcome. And so I want to provide that, that opportunity.
That was X Spectator by Fugazi. You're listening to KWNK 97.7 LPFM in Reno, Nevada. Today, we are in conversation with Kyle Burke about his nonprofit organization, SWAG. As teachers and school districts strain under cut budgets and struggle to recover after a year of lost contact, Kyle has dedicated himself to reprioritizing building strong one-on-one relationships between students and mentors through coaching, academic support, field trips, and more. So right now, um, is SWAG just you? Are there kind of other people you're working with? What, what do you imagine sort of like the actual structure and staffing for the organization to be? Um, right now, so our staffing is uh, all uh, volunteer-based. Um, my outreach has been with uh, local uh, other nonprofit organizations in town. Uh, I'm not a real big name dropper, but um, we are very deeply rooted with some uh, well-established organizations here in town um, that are uh, adhering our efforts and, and definitely supporting them efforts. Um, I do have a few team members that are on board uh, that do help with uh, constructing my financial guidance of things. Uh, so I do just, you know, assure my uh, investors and, and donors that um, I do have a CPA on hand and uh, she's fully vested into the organization. And um, so there's never any worries about hiccups of how to manage the efforts when the money comes because the people that I do have in position um, are there for the legality of things. So uh, rest assured that SWAG is well established um, as a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Um, and we plan on to linking directly with our local university and community college as far as obtaining those volunteers. So being a 501c3 nonprofit organization uh, allows me to work hand-in-hand with any federally funded uh, university. So as long as it's not a private college, we can actually work hand-in-hand with these and obtain volunteers and have internships. And these college students can actually get credit for working for my program uh, because of the social work that's behind it and what we are actually implementing is uh, science-based efforts um, with providing these resources um, on a uh, statistical basis and collecting the data that backs it up of why we need to do these things. Um, Hence that if you were here today while we uh, recently just paused because we had a as we were speaking we had a random teacher program walk in and just confirm exactly what we were talking about of having the all-inclusive um, swag athletics department that allowed teachers, parents, and coaches to have a place to come and uh, commence their ideas, start their ideas, get them going. Uh, because when she had mentioned through her her uh, organization is that they're meeting at someone's home with these members and ch- different chapters with teachers. And so being able to develop something that can provide to more than just one group um, it's very essential to building a better community because we're helping uh, different levels of our community of different levels of community that specifically helps the student. And as of right now, um, are there already some programs that you're running? Because you mentioned kind of, you know, for the time being, I don't know if this is a long-term plan, right, but partnering with the gym in town. Mm-hmm. So have you, has SWAG already been um, doing any programming? Uh, what has that been? You know, because we've talked a lot about plans and sort of the future and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious, sort of what's going on. Yeah, right now? other other than the organizational planning. Yeah, okay. what, what 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 kind of stuff have you already been doing? So things that I've been doing right now uh, have been collectively putting out and uh, obtaining uh, local or uh, 
lightly used sports equipment uh, in our donation center, uh, providing a, a library system to directly outreach the students that I do have in the gym. Uh, I do plan on looking forward to a long-term relationship with the gym. Um, that's something that I want to continue efforts and let it grow to the ultimate, uh, 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 ultimate program of swag would be the starting point there. So what um, are some of the, you're saying there are students in the gym? Yeah, there's, uh, so, so, so we are helping, we're helping about 30 to 45 students right now. Um, and uh, how we're helping them was when I partnered with the gym was my main focus was to keep the doors open. Um, and so I had reached out to local news and things and put together an interview and reached out to some uh, community people. And we've been able to, to uh, manage that goal was keeping our doors open. And in that time, we have uh, gained more students have came in and we've been able to implement our library system to them, providing the reading uh, program that we have started. Um, we are currently uh, in partnership with another local organization here in town that we're joining efforts and collaborating on a field trip to uh, Project Discovery uh, for our teen groups um, for suicide awareness um, because it's important that in our social work that we do as leaders, coaches, teachers, and parents is to identify social uh, behaviors and what's affecting our students around us. And so knowing the fact that 90% of uh, youth deaths between the ages of 12 and 19 are due to suicide, so it's just important to recognize these social behaviors that are going on in our community and providing something that will lower those data points. So being able to inspire these children to go on a field trip to Project Discovery, to be able to go zip lining and Forever 14 program that has put together this suicide awareness um, program, uh, being able to trust their knowledge into teaching and inspiring the students about those types of um, uh, problems that we have in, in, in our community. Um, because one thing I do know is uh, SWAG does not know everything and we don't have everything. But what we are strong at is recognizing our strengths and partnering with other organizations that we believe in that could help inspire and help keep our, children, our, our students on track uh, to achieving their goals. So we recognize that we do need to partner with other organizations in order to give our best effort because, um, you know, we can't just sit back and think that we have to do it all, we can do it all. We need to understand as a community, you have to come together as a community. And each person has their strengths. We focus on our strengths, and that's how we become successful at our goal and our mission. So the kids that you're working with now, how did you um, connect with them? Or, you know, and, and, and what specifically, what kind of you know, coaching and, uh, have you been doing with them? Okay, so the students that we currently have in the gym, uh, this is the boxing gym that I had uh, locally partnered with. Um, and the boxing gym uh, was up and running strong uh, in the, the years leading to the pandemic. And then during the pandemic, as things you know got tight for most local businesses, um, is when he saw a shortage of students coming in. And so with the efforts of SWAG of doing some fundraising and marketing and reaching out to local news and reaching out to local parents and, and the community hands-on, uh, I've been able to get the gym filled with students again. And so now that things are up and going strong, they're liking what they see, the parents are totally involved. Um, it's just a matter of uh, making that legal partnership with the Boxing Association um, to allow SWAG to operate its program um, out of that gym and then being able to continue to grow the students that I have brought into that gym. 
uh, that are there currently for boxing, um, but our efforts reach more than just boxing. Uh, we are a all-inclusive multi-sports program, but also with educational outreach. So what we're providing them now, um, to repeat, is um, our library system, our donation center, being able to provide resources in that manner, field trips. Um, we do currently have um, two field trips in line that are, that, are, that are planned and going to be put for those students. So just getting straight to work, really. Uh, everything that we spoke about, the future plan starts with doing those things now so it can be bigger in the future. So just taking small steps and just doing, uh, putting it in place as it fits. Um, not really forcing anything, but as I see it coming together, I will just offer one of the things that I have already planned and letting it see it go forward.
That was Gods of Science by The Coup. You are listening to KWNK 97.7 LPFM in Reno, Nevada. We are in conversation with Kyle Burke of SWAG, Students with Achievable Academic and Athletic Goals, a new youth-focused nonprofit offering coaching, mentorship, and community support. Find out more and see how you can get involved at Student Athlete 101 on Instagram and Facebook. What's, uh, what's a good way to get in touch? What's the best way to contribute? You mentioned lightly youth sports stuff. Is there um, a place people should bring that? You know, and where can people kind of keep up with swag and, and, and you know, find out what's going on and, and how they can help? Okay. Uh, yeah, so to just kind of uh, rebuttal one of the things I said earlier was um, I jumped into this given the story uh, that I heard from the gentleman at the gym. Uh, so some of the things I'm still fairly new in uh, developing, which would be like, you know, our official website, um, my own actual uh, brick and mortar location um, and things like that. Right now, uh, a great place that people can uh, follow what's going on is um, simply student athlete 101 on Instagram uh, and also student athlete 101 on Facebook. Um, and then you'll continue to see uh, our trailblazing efforts as we grow into the organization that uh, I have planned, where I will then create, uh, you know, within a matter of weeks, we will have our up and running full website. Um, and you'll see uh, here soon, within the next six months to a year, our own brick and mortar building that will be completely under swag, that will move forward with, with everything that we're, we're going. Um, so I've been incorporated since 2019 as an official nonprofit organization, but I have been working on this and building it for the last five years. Uh, so, um, so because you're 501, people can donate and it's tax deductible, right? Correct. Anything over $250 uh, it will be a tax deductible uh, write-off on their upcoming taxes. Um, and and, and the, where can people go to do that? Uh, right now, uh, the link is uh, on the bio in, in both our Facebook and Instagram. Uh, we are currently running a uh, GoFundMe fundraiser, um, and we have reached a little bit more than halfway of our goal currently. So the efforts are still going strong, and uh, please continue to do so. And uh, very thankful for our community for stepping up in that, in that uh, aspect. Um, so other places of where, how they'll be able to donate physical things, um, I'm working on getting a location for that, which will most likely start out, uh, right now starting out of the gym, but if that doesn't continue as a long-term partnership, then those items will be located um, at a storage unit, and we will gen- then just be uh, as-needed basis. As people are reaching out, we will then make sure that we're able to continue to provide that, those, those donations until within that six-month-to-a-year plan when we obtain our own brick-and-mortar. So people have some lady use sports gear to donate now, or mm-hmm. they could, where could they bring it? Uh, they would bring it. They would get a hold of me, and I'd per- personally collect it and put it uh, in in our storage that we have. And then we would just continue that outreach. And if anybody ever needed those items, or if someone needs that resource, they simply contact me, and uh, I provide that resource of whatever it may be. Uh, if I don't have it, I know someone who does, and I will definitely just be here to. Uh, to refer them in any direction, rather be personally or, you know, to someone else. To just finish up and re-emphasize on the uh, theory of change is to completely hold uh, other organizations, our teachers, parents, and coaches uh, accountable. And uh, SWAG stands by that. Uh, I stand by that as the founder and CEO of this organization. I stand by that. And so um, I just wanted to be known that, you know, SWAG isn't really here to do a lot of talking. We're here to really uh, make things happen for our community. There's a high demand for it, and um, and uh, 
I myself will be held accountable by others, my peers and other organizations, but I also will hold uh, you all accountable as well. And I just want that to be known. Today, we were in conversation with Kyle Burke, founder of SWAG, Students with Achievable Academic or Athletic Goals. That's SWAG with three A's. Very much in the vein of other local grassroots organizations that have sprung up over the past couple years, SWAG operates in parallel to existing institutions. In other words, Kyle has found a direct way to improve the academic and athletic outcomes of students that may otherwise get left behind. Rather than slog through the mud of school district bureaucracy, Kyle plans to build his own self-contained educational programs to uplift and inspire kids whose opportunities for growth, for seeing new things, for feeling like they are good at what they do, might otherwise be quite limited. The goal is simply to encourage kids to develop whatever skills or passions they have in an environment that validates and supports them. Look out for upcoming swag events and programs. Follow Student Athlete 101 on Instagram and Facebook. Swag is currently accepting donations of lightly used sports equipment. Get in touch and find out how you can help or get involved. Thanks for listening. Till next time, this was Soft Power Radio. It appears so. You don't seem happy about it. What's just the... Oh, I like it here. I don't want to leave. I just want to ask you some questions about the spaceship. The count is picked up at zero, minus ten seconds. Nine, eight, seven, six, five.